many are getting weak, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand. Say, Father, Father tonight, tonight, speak to me, speak to me from, your word. from your word. Say, I declare, I declare my heart is open, my, heart is open. my mind is ready, mind is ready to, receive with meekness, to receive with meekness, with humility, humility the, word the word of God. Thou program me program for a sustainable future, a sustainable future in my marital destiny. My marital destiny. Say, I declare, I declare that, tonight, that tonight I'll receive wisdom that will direct me into my glorious marital destiny in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Now we shout a big amen. amen. Give a clap offering to the Lord. Can you take your seats? Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Precious Father, we are eternally grateful to you. Thank you for your presence even in our midst. Thank you that you have started your good work of establishing the marital destiny of your children. Every school is supposed to empower the students for success in life. I pray even as we engage in school of marriage today, we'll be empowered for a glorious marital destiny. Thank you, Father, that we are heard in Jesus' name. Anoint these lips of clay, Lord. Let them minister oracles, words that are in season to establish the glorious future of your children. Thank you, Father, that we are heard in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout a big amen. Oh, I said let you shout. Come on. I said shout a big amen. I said shout a big amen. Now the one sitting beside you should vet you. Are you shouting? I said shout a big amen. amen. Hallelujah. Are we ready? Oh, I said are we ready? Are we ready? Wonderful. Glory to Jesus Christ. Last week we started talking on the subject of marriage. Amen and amen. And last week uh, by the Spirit of God we are doing a lot of foundations to prepare our hearts uh, for what God has for us. Amen and amen. Uh, uh, I think I shared with you, I showed you a few scenarios. In If you ever see me going to sit behind the keyboard where Emmanuel is sitting, and I say, I'm going to give you the best music in your lifetime. Somebody over here may laugh at me. Why? Because they know that I don't know how to play a keyboard. Why don't I know how to play a keyboard? Because I have not been trained. Nobody has taught me. I have not gone to a music school to know what is an F flat or what is an S sharp. Is there something like that? Uh, okay, sorry, or something, any sharp or flat or whatever that is over there. I don't know where the notes are. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. If you see me in all my bravado, that is it. I'm just, I'm just, it's, it's just play. Because nobody has taught me about it. Nobody has taught, if you see me carrying a bass guitar, I'll just give you some boom, 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 and then we go away. Maybe what I can do a little well is probably the drums. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. But even that one, you know that this man has, is not qualified to be part of the choir. Amen. Maybe the prayer warrior of the choir. That one, 
I can do. Glory to Jesus Christ. Why? Because I've not been trained. I've not been trained. And last week I shared with us that we spent a whole, a whole lifetime, in fact, about 25 years, averagely, anybody who go through school from nursery to university is preparing for a career, maybe to be a medical doctor, or to be a pharmacist, or to be a, a, a fashion designer, or to be a, an accountant. And the person goes through nursery, nursery one, nursery two, can have gotten one, two, class one, one to class uh, six, and then uh, JHS one to JHS three, and then uh, SHS one to SHS three, and then you go through four or five or six or sometimes seven years in the university, and then you do it one year national service. Now a total of that will give us somewhere between twenty two to twenty five years of our lives. 22 to 25 years of our life, all of that we are preparing for a career, a career which uh, normally we should retire at, say, about 60 years. So we are preparing 25 years for what we'll be doing for 35 years. Amen and amen. But when we talk about marriage, we are looking at something that is beyond 35 years. We are looking at uh, engaging in marriage for life. And yet that one, when we are going to study about it, we go for three months, six months, four months, one month counseling. And we say that we are ready for marriage. We are ready for marriage. But this one is the one that is supposed to be for life. So which one needs more tutorials? Which one needs more time for our lessons? Obviously, the one that is going to be what? For a longer period. Amen and amen. The one that is going to be for a longer period. Unfortunately, uh, the school of marriage that people end up going to is what uh, is a problem. There is a worldly way of teaching about marriage, a worldly concept of marriage. Everybody talks about marriage. There's nobody who does not, even if you don't want to marry, you still talk about marriage, still think about marriage. You see marriage everywhere. Hallelujah. And so everybody has an opinion. But the Bible has God's thoughts, God's purpose, God's will, God's direction concerning them, uh, concerning marriage. If you are going to be in the institution of marriage, Excuse me, and you want to succeed in that institution, you need to learn what the right word, you need to learn the right wisdom regarding that institution. Amen. Unfortunately, many of us young people uh, end up taking our lessons on marriage from TV. Well, we see an actor in a certain telenovela, uh, Alejandro, who is going for Esmeralda, and then he sees Esmeralda in the, walking in the, in the, in the, in the, in the gardens, and then she's holding the leaves and the flowers, and then smelling, and then he hides behind a tree, and then looks uh, at her sometimes, uh, and, and, and say, Esme, Esme, and say, and say, oh, Alejandro, and then, oh, now they hold each other, and then they dance, and then they are, and then they start singing a certain song, and then <laughs> I think <laughs> that is uh, our school of marriage. <laughs> amen and amen. And then he carried her in his hands, and then he was holding her and looked her deep in the eyes, and said, uh, uh, "What did you say to her?" <laughs> uh, said, "I love you from the bottom of my heart." I dream about all the universe you say to me, oh, it's me, <laughs> oh, it's me. And then she goes, Alejandro, Alejandro. <laughs> but did you know 
Did you know that one of the highest groups of people where we find marital defects are amongst actors and actresses? Most of the stars that we see, they are the ones who are not even able to sustain marriage. But we, they are the ones that we learn from. Uh, Nicole, Nicole, I love you from the bottom of my heart. I dream about beautiful words you speak to me. Oh, Nicole, Sekina, <laughs> Sekina. <laughs> that is a Ghanaian version. <laughs> uh, recently, uh, in recent uh, news, we heard about how a certain Ghanaian uh, actor who was in the U.S. got involved in a marriage, and then there was a shooting here and there. You see, recently I heard he got involved with somewhere, a Nigerian, and things are good. You see, we need to be careful what we are learning, our principles of life, and who we are learning from. Who we are learning from. Who you are, we are learning from. Many of the things that we see on social media, please, they are not real. Listen, it's likely you may even get a man who cannot carry you like Alejandro carried there. <laughs> Amen. The way to your weight alone is not going to permit that. You break the man's back. Uh, but all your life, you have been thinking. Oh, all in all your picture about somebody who can carry you over the threshold. Master, you go and bring her near to a certain man, uh, somebody's son. <laughs> amen and amen. I saw a skit about how a couple were going and the lady was quite slim and then Oh, her man was able to carry her. Uh, to, there was another couple of seven. <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> you could see that lady. All of them started climbing. <laughs> the speed of the guy ran away. <laughs> Please, let us come. I, I'm just letting you know that. Break the bubble and come to reality. Break the bubble and come to reality. Most of the, in fact, almost all, I can just say, over 90% of the pictures we see out there are not the real pictures of marriage. It is human ideologies and pretense and, uh, you know, people like to pretend. People like to look like they're good. It's even in recent times that people are making it like a divorce and being a born one or being a mother, a woman who has a child without a husband and because you are growing or so, they are making it fashionable. It's now that some of those trends are turning. But a lot of the pictures we have are not the true picture, the real picture of marriage must come from the one who instituted marriage, which is God himself. And if you are going to succeed in your marital journey, if you are going to succeed, no, no, let, first of all, let me find out. Maybe I'm talking to the wrong crowd. Is there anybody here? Do you, do you want to get married? Are you sure? See that? The way you're looking at me, Louis, like you are not interested in what I'm saying. Do you want to get married? Uh, no, that's smart. Trust me, actually. Some powerful man is coming your way. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So at least, I just want to know I'm talking, I'm not preaching over your head. I want to know that I'm talking to the right audience. And we need to learn these things. If we don't learn, you see, I, I tell people uh, that marriage is a warfare, not a fanfare. And it is for a reason. It is not a, a fanfare. It is not about the glitz and the beauty or the color of your ring and the sparkle of the golden ring or the diamond ring. We, we hear people, oh, is it, is this ring is very nice. So is it diamond? And then, hey, your eyes open up. Please, that is not the marriage. That's not the marriage. 
I heard about, I know a certain couple, in less than five years, they are going to change their ring. Before ten years, their ring had disappeared. Because <laughs> they changed it from gold to diamond. And then, by the time they were going to have the tenth anniversary, now they needed to buy another new ring. Why? Because just before uh, the problem had come, and they, <laughs> one of them had thrown the ring away. Diamond ring. So if the marriage is in the ring, then the marriage that is gone. Are you understanding me? So, please, let us be educated. You see, let us understand. Okay, it is important we realize these things. The the picture that is presented out there is not the real picture. You need to understand what marriage is from the biblical perspective. What God is saying. And now, in understanding this, you need to also pray that you get a man that understands what you are, you know. Because in marriage, if two, uh, if any, any one of the two, you know, marriage is an agreement between two people. Do you understand me? It takes two to tango. There must be a man, there must be a woman. Please, a man and a woman. Amen and amen. God's definition of a man and a woman. Hallelujah. Don't go and bring me two guys with something and then you say one is a woman. I beg you. They are all having the same thing. Amen and amen. Praise God. So it is not Adam and Steve, but Adam and what? Eve. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So God does not endorse uh, marriage between man and man. Neither does God <laughs> endorse marriage between Araba and Ikea. <laughs> Praise the Lord. No matter how tomboyish uh, Araba or uh, Ikea, which one is usual? Let me. What the Arabs and what Amen. And then the person says, I'm the man in there. You see, isn't it funny? Isn't it a confusion? They themselves, when they come, they say that, oh, I'm the husband and you are the wife. Two women who say they are married. And one says that I am the husband. And in other words, they acknowledge God's system that it must be a man and a woman. One must be husband, one must be wife. So it is confusion. They are walking in darkness. So God's system endorses uh, 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 an agreement, a coming together of a man and a woman who have agreed to stay together as husband and wife. So there is that concord, there is that agreement, and they are coming together and they enter into a covenant in a Christian setting before the Lord. So that we are going to live together as husband and wife. Now who is husband? You must understand what God says about a husband. You must understand what God says about a wife. If you are going to enjoy or fulfill the purpose of marriage. I was telling you that for us to understand marriage, you must go back to the source. He is the one who can teach us because he instituted it. The man that God created never came to God and to say that, God, give me a wife. I need a woman. I need a woman. Today my singing things are coming. Hallelujah. Very soon I'll come out to the track. Hallelujah. Amen. Please, like, I don't have any supporters in this church. I'll go and preach at another church. Do support me. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. He never said that he wanted a woman. He never said he was lonely. You know, some people say that, oh, God brought the woman to come and complete the man. Did, where did the woman come from? Did she not come from inside the man? So, who said that man was incomplete? Listen, you are complete as you are. Well, I say you are complete as you are. I say you are complete as you are. It's not marriage that is going to complete you. Listen, it's very, very important. So some people, their whole life destiny is they are looking for their rape. Master, go and count your ribs. They are all the number is pepe. <laughs> my rib, my rib, my missing rib. My now is someone he gets involved a lady and then so he says the number on the phone, my rib. <laughs> 
with sympathy. My God, my God. Please, you are complete. Say, I am complete. In Christ, you are complete. Glory to Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm complete. You need to understand that. And the truth is that if you don't understand it from the very beginning, this is what is going to cause you problems in your marriage. If you don't realize that you are a complete person, now your whole future, your whole happiness is dependent on another person. So if he doesn't make you happy, you are not happy. If she doesn't make you happy, you are not happy. Is one of the biggest problems we have had uh, uh, that is causing uh, problems in marriage is when one partner thinks her, her happiness or his happiness is dependent on the, the other partner. Your happiness, you see, you are in charge of your own joy. You are in charge of your own joy. Are, are we together? Yeah. You are in charge of your own joy. You are complete in Christ. You are, it was God who said that it is not good for the man to be alone. Being alone is different from lo- being lonely. And then, so he brought, he said, let us make him a help meet. That tells you that immediately, God, when he created marriage, his first thought was himself. Because the man was working on something that God had given him. And so God wanted a helper to come and help the man fulfill his, that is God's assignment. God's assignment. So, marriage is principally about divine purpose. Marriage is not because of globalization or lovisation. Those are additional benefits. Amen and amen. What I say are additional benefits. Don't be there looking at me as though you know what you are looking for. Because, uh, amen. Oh, I want somebody I can call my own. Oh, you see, you don't know how it feels like, Pastor. When you go to bed and your only friend is your pillow. Nobody you can talk to. Hmm. <laughs> oh, and I'll be looking at the phone, looking at the phone, wondering, won't anybody call me before I sleep? Oh, uh, hey, the people are doing like they don't really. Hey! May Jehovah Kuntum be your help. That is a God who is your Kuntum, not anybody. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So, we need to understand marriage from the perspective of God. And we need to let that be what drives and directs us. Without that, marriage is bound to fail. Marriage is bound to fail. Why? Because it is between two weak, two problematic human beings. Every human being has problems. There is no perfect human being. Every human being has problems. Even if he does not have problems, you have a problem to you. Why? Because he was probably brought from, up from a different background. So what you call white, off-white is his white. That is the only white that he knows. Maybe because of the, the, the finances. Anytime the school says that they should get white, the mother goes to get some kuntubi that has, uh, it is off-white. And he shows them, my son, this is your white. So what you are calling white he, to him, and he's being honest. Is in earnest that this is white. And because it's taking him about 25 years of his life to form that impression, meeting you in that two, three years is not what is going to change him automatically. So, one of the mistakes today, I'll be giving you, I'll be giving you 10 mistakes that will make regarding marriage. And one of the mistakes is to think that the person will change. People don't change a lot. People don't change a lot. Amen and amen. 
So if you go and marry a person that rakata korobo rakata I know God will change him, brother. <laughs> you better start changing yourself now. <laughs> amen and amen. Before you end up with disappointment and pain. Glory to Jesus Christ. So last week we spoke about something that we need to look at when we are getting ready for marriage and the most important thing over here is preparation. I think as we spoke about is marriage for everybody and I shared with you that hey, it's not for everybody. God gives people some people special gifts. Gifts to be able to keep themselves. And then they, most of the time they is because they are reserved for the purposes of the kingdom of God. I see such people are not many. Such people are not many. And the greater majority are people who want to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. I'll continue my message. <laughs> Praise God. And so because we want to do it, we have to marry. You know, sometimes we are, I'm talking from this perspective. People think, you know, that the religious one. And be very careful when you are going to marry, you are going to get married to somebody who is super spiritual. So be very, very careful. Yeah, be very, very careful. Somebody who has everything is becomes. I'm saying that because we want to do it now. I knew I shouldn't have come to this conference. So you go there, bigger men of God, and they will tell you purpose, and they will tell you anointing, they tell you spirit. Somebody who can join you, a fellow prayer warrior. Oh, so sure, ta 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 ta. <laughs> Let me give you one major man of God, Isudanaba. Ah, uh, yeah. How many of you know Isudanaba? Reverend Isudanaba, he's a pharmacist, my senior colleague. Amen. One day he had gone about his ministerial, and you know that man is a man of prayer. The man who carries the fire and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And he had gone to do the work of God. He had traveled for some time and he had come home. His, woman, his wife was a woman of prayer. So when he came, she attended to him. And then, uh, so they went to bed and they, they went to bed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. And so when they had finished going to bed, he fell asleep. And then he woke up in the middle of the night. And his wife was not there. He said, ah, where is my wife? <laughs> where is he? <laughs> Hallelujah. And so he went looking for her. She was sitting outside at the back door. And she was seated on the stairs and she was praying. <laughs> she was praying and firing. Yeah. Said this woman, she will smell pepper. <laughs> ah. So he went to hide and he took a stone and he threw it. And then, you know, of you think you are an we know you, Master. Uh, some people, when something they, are, they get afraid, that's when their tongue becomes stronger. He came! <laughs> <laughs> hey! <clears throat> then she continued, she came now and she was looking all around. He threw her now, he covered inside the room. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Glory to Jesus. Then he went running quickly and the bed and then she said, hey. And I think he had, they have a look at him that he has young. He said, so I don't know something's at the back of it. He said, yes, something will be there. Uh, when I have gone doing, going about my ministry, he said, when you were not married, you were for God. But when you got married, God gave you to me. So stay with me. 
And I stay with me wasn't because he wanted a prayer partner. He wanted another kind of prayer partner. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. So, be careful. If you go and meet somebody who is over spiritual, cannot even be real with you, cannot talk to you. You see, talk to you about, this is my fantasy. This is my, this is the kind of, I want to, this is the ship and this I want to. I cannot talk to you. <laughs> Amen and amen. I cannot talk to you. And you see, and, and, and sometimes, you see, Christian folks we can be some way. You see, because you want to talk about the thing, but the way she carries some anointed framework. <laughs> oh. So you are going to say, service is coming on. <laughs> Uh, so, did, did you enjoy service last Sunday? <laughs> Are you understanding me? You cannot flow. If you anybody you cannot flow with, please be careful about it. You will not enjoy the marriage. You will be enjoying the marriage. You will not enjoy the marriage. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. And so, we need to, and some of us who are also, like that, calm down. It is not unspiritual. You see, it is not unspiritual. You can talk about it in the right context. Amen and amen. And flow and talk and flow. Because that is what uh, brings the bonding. That's what enhances the relationship. In fact, you see, when uh, couples have a lot of uh, unfilled gaps, they go and fill it up somewhere else. Do you understand me? Not necessarily that they go and have an affair outside, but they will have other people they can talk to about that. And at the end of the day, part of the affection and the emotion that they should be given to you, they'll be given to them. So, He's a manager, and then the secretary has a very good rapport, and then they start flowing, and then uh, she and before you realize, they are talking things. They are talking things. Before long, you say that, oh, hey, Kwame, Kwame, you are receiving a call, and then it was so pastor, I just called, and then he missed the call. So, oh, so let me call pastor back, and he saw the WhatsApp message. Hey, who is he? Who is he having this level of discussion with him? Who's having this level of conversation with him? Who is able to have such convo? Hey, hey, he, he's conversating. Uh, he's cheating on me. He's cheating on me. Please, I even cheating on me. I don't even like to hear it. Cheating on what does What does it mean for somebody cheating on you? He's cheating on you. What does that mean? Eh? What does that mean? <laughs> so, you, know, you have possessed the body, soul, and spirit. So the man is... Belongs to you, so he's cheating on me. Or she, you have possessed her body, soul, spirit. So listen to me. No, no, no. Nobody can possess anybody. You. Nobody can possess anybody. So when somebody decides to stay with you, you need to value and appreciate that commitment. Are you understanding me? Go, go through the scriptures. Even the men of God, don't you don't clap. Don't worry, but. The truth is back. <laughs> amen and amen. All the major men of God, you see them in the Bible, they had multiple sexual partners. Look at Abraham, our father of faith. Anya, we know that he had three women. Uh, his main wife, <laughs> Hallelujah, Sarah, the mother of many nations. And after that, it was a guy. My God. Even that one cry, you even pray to God. He said, Oh, baby, you are right. You are right. You see, I know why I married you. 
<laughs> and as soon as Haggai left, his, his wife died, he went for another one. Keturah was in line. Are you understanding me? So, you need to understand these things. So, if the reason why a man should be faithful to you is because he fears God. The reason why a woman should be faithful. So, the sin, the greater sin is not against you. The greater sin is against God. Because God does not endorse that. That's why you should go for somebody who fears God, not somebody you want to control. A lot of times, the reason why our heart breaks is because it's as though our control is broken. So, when you see a lot of women and they are languishing in pain because, and I'm not by this in any case way endorsing uh, extra marital affairs or extra relationship, uh, whatever. No, but I'm letting us understand that we need to have the right mentality concerning these things. The reason why a lot of women go through all of this pain, and even men, in fact, the pain of a man in an, a case of unfaithfulness is why it is worse than any woman can go through. Hey. Oh, no, 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 no. When a man even suspects that his wife is having an affair with another person, it is madness. So this thing is not just for the woman. Amen and amen. That's that. How many times do you see a woman going to kill another woman because of her husband? But look at the number of men who end up going to kill other people because of that. It is like, it is like something. It's like spirits. So I'm talking to the men as well. Yeah. <laughs> the reason for the pain is because of the, we feel as though we have lost the control. We have lost the control. And that, that, can, that, is, that kind of pain is it's a selfish kind of pain. It eats you so much. And at the end of the day, you, end up going to, you may end up making a mistake. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. I don't know who I'm talking to, but God will deliver you from any such situation in the name of Jesus Christ. So, if you are going to get married, what is the most important thing? Is it about your age? No. It's about your maturity. It's about your maturity. It's about your maturity. When we talk about maturity, we are talking about psychological maturity. How, how, how mature are you in your mind? Do you have problem-solving skills? There are some people, if nobody comes to save them, they will die in the fire. They don't know how to solve problems. They see problems and then they are, just, they are frozen. They are frozen. If you marry such a person, you will be alone in a relationship. You don't have anybody you can think with. The person is immature. You cannot discuss anything and have a fruitful discussion. Anything you say, a person okay. Okay. Has no idea concerning anything. Just like that. And being intelligent is not about your level of education. No. So somebody can, and you see, that's where problem a lot of young ladies have. You see, because of their degree, they think because they pass, you can pass the exam of school, but fail the exam of life. So, getting a PhD or a master's does not make you an intelligent person. If you are intelligent, how come you are not able to manage the man? The wisest man was so wise he could manage 700 concubines and 300 wives. So to manage another human being is not control, it's wisdom. It's wisdom. It's wisdom. 
So you need wisdom. See, that's why we are having a meeting like this. Because, you see, don't think that it is your beauty. Hey, I think that is your bomb bomb. You see, see, I have come to realize that, you see, with every nice bomb bomb, there's another nicer one. Amen and amen. So, if you think that, oh, it is your shape. Oh, you see, ah, you see, look at all this. Look at all this. You see, how can you leave all this and go for it? And you see, sometimes it's to amaze you. I heard about a certain case. My God, when I I, I, I was told, I, I, I don't want to say it in a way that people will be able to get away. I won't say it. <laughs> and said that her husband, they said, he said, she said, them said, the husband <laughs> is, is sleeping with another person. I was like, <laughs> oh. I said, hey. So then it means that the other person may, and as a SHS graduate, who when you look at is fingeristic. So it tells you that really it is not the physical thing that can hold any man or hold any woman. Amen and amen. You see, they are confessing their sins about them. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. So, we, we need to understand wisdom. So if you are going to have a good marriage and you'll be able to, listen, you cannot, you cannot change any person. When you are going to marry a person, don't go and, uh, and I, I don't know, but this one, I'm going to reserve it for a special session before the end of this year. Men will meet. Yeah. Seven day or let me either seven or eleven. One of them, I, I, I may add the other four so that the seven and the four will be eleven. Dangerous women you should never marry. When you see, run. I, 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 have you met somebody that you have offended and you say, if you see me, run. And you see them, run. One of them is a manipulative woman. She can wet your mind down and then you realize after you don't even believe whether you're a man or not. <laughs> hey! The, the, that woman can has a certain way and then wanting to break you. And they can, they can, the person, they, those are, they can stay from dawn to morning planning what they are going to do or see. And the person knows your weaknesses and knows the thing, hey God. And provoke, provoke, provoke. And, and you see, especially if you're a, a spiritual man. Because they know there are some things you cannot do. And working, 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 working. And, 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 the person believes she's wiser than you. She's wiser than you, so she's the one in charge. Such women, a lot of times, they have a, a, a demonic spirit. In the realm of the spirit, they carry something they shouldn't carry. So in the realm of the spirit, sometimes they look like men. Amen and amen. Brother, when you see that run, 
Don't be there that, oh, I'm a prayer warrior, so I will fire you, brother. <laughs> amen and amen. And the ladies have a very special session for you. Some four dangerous killer men you should never avoid. Oh no, you see, men are not, men are not plenty like that, so they are varieties of things. Amen and amen. When you see them run, you will never be happy. You will never be happy. An angry man, a visionless man. Ah, if you are not careful, even that relationship, you'll be in it forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. So, that will have a special, I think maybe January, the ladies, and we'll add some other things I don't want to announce over here. Praise God. So, if you, are, you, you, you think you are ready for marriage, look at the area of your uh, maturity. Mental maturity. How independent are you in decision making? Are you knowledgeable? How much information about marriage have you, uh, have you, have you gathered? What do you know? So, the thing that you are entering into, what are you going there to do? Are you going there just to continue living your old life? No. So you, uh, so you are just going there to go and quench your fire. Please, if you need, go and look for fire service agent. You don't look for another human being. Do you understand me? And that is where you find the difference between love and lust. You see, if you those who marry just because, even though I've been talking about sexual intimacy, anybody who marries just because of sexual fulfillment will also be in trouble. Because sex, uh, marriage is not necessarily a solution to sex, uh, to, 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 to fornication or sexual immorality. So, if you cannot control yourself, brother, don't think that when you get married, when you are going to the office, you carry your wife in your bag. So, uh, yeah. so that as soon as I, I, I come out, <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. Oh, I said glory to the name. <laughs> amen and amen. Oh, I said amen and amen. This is a problem. You see, this kind of message, when I'm preaching to young people, they don't understand. But the, oh, if the old ladies were here, they'll be, they'll be shouting. If the old men were here, they'll be saying, yes, yeah, say it, say it. They'll say, man of God, say it. But the young men go and say because for all you know, no, I've just, I've just stepped on somebody's toes. And the person is busy cleaning the pain or attending to the pain. So the person is not even listening to me. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. So, how knowledgeable are you? If you, the day you say you are going to be somebody's wife, when you say that I do, your life is never the same again. You are not on your own. You cannot go and go. And marriage is not an achievement. Marriage is not a trophy. So some people, they are just waiting. Okay, this is my bucket list. I want to get my PhD, and then I'll marry, and then I'll give birth to children, and then I'll go and build a house. So you see, they are taking the marriage as things that they are taking off. So as soon as they, after the wedding, ah, I'm finished. So now, what, uh, let me go to my next achievement. Then if, so now the achievement is no longer taking care of your husband or taking care of your wife. You are going for your achievements. Marriage is not part of the bucket list. Too. No. Your life is never the same again. Now, you, are not even, you cannot think as a single person. 
You cannot function as a single person. Anything that you are doing is connected to somebody. You cannot stay out with the boys like you used to. That's some things you used to discuss with the ladies. You cannot flow that way anymore. Things have changed. If you are not ready for that change, you will have a problem, especially if in the first five years of your marriage, if you are able to last five years, because people have lasted two weeks, others have lasted one day. I heard about the case of a certain couple. The pastor told the man that, hey, brother, I, I don't know the way I am feeling about the whole thing. Take time and study this lady further. I say, oh, pastor, nyamiakasa. Oh, oh, pastor, nyamiakasa. Pastor, nyamiakasa. And you see, and no, no man can change. So, he married them on Saturday. They came for Thanksgiving on Sunday. He didn't hear from them. Monday, he didn't hear from them. So, Tuesday, he said he would call them. And he called that guy. He said, Pastor, show me back. <laughs> went to, he went to hide in some corner. said, Pastor, any year. Saturday, you may go to so First night. This one is no honeymoon. This one, uh, what is this one? Bitamu. Quinin. Quinin Valley. Uh, so, in two weeks, they were now looking for a way to dissolve the marriage. So, if you are not ready, and you, you, please, if you are not, my dear, if you are not ready to marry, don't go and disturb any man. Brother, if you are not ready to marry, don't go and disturb somebody's daughter. She's more precious than that. Are you understanding me? If you are not ready to be there for her and stand for her and help her in identification, fulfillment of divine agenda, please don't go and turn her heart and waken love when it is not ready. Because God will judge you. God will judge you. Utie. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Give a clap of friends to Jesus. So, knowledge. Get the right knowledge. Build yourself emotionally. Financial empowerment. And when I say you are not ready, including your pockets, brother, you are not ready, and then you are going to talk to the lady, and what are you going to tell her? What are you going to tell her? By this time, because you have vibes, and so you are using it on her. But brother, why does not have vibes? He has, he, no, he has no vibes, but he has money. He has, he's ready. Why are you going to muddy the waters? Because you don't like Gary, you won't put sand in the Gary. Stop that. As I said, stop that. Only you in the church. Because you know how a way. Because you see, some people are educated in the way of women. So, only you did one after the other, after the other. And so, brother is also looking at her. And he says, ah, the way he's working with this one then. And there's another area. Please, any, if you think you are ready for marriage, 
any close relationship that it looks like the person is not ready for marriage, please don't entertain it. Because it will cause other people to think that you are already occupied. Church people don't like asking questions. They assume a lot of things. And when they will ask, they will ask the wrong person. You can't ask the wrong person. And most of the time, the wrong person too has also got the information from another wrong person. So it's a chain of wrong people. A chain of wrong people. Amen and amen. So if you see that the brother is, every time he wants to accompany the brother, what is the purpose? Let's define it early. Every time he wants to walk you out of the church, if, if, before even service ends, cry, he's there. He's just, he's just, it's like, as soon as pastor says that, amen, now I'm like magnetic pool. Hey, something even there's a great company of witnesses amongst you. It's just like, no, 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 mercy, because mercy and the nightcap baller, born into me, friends, what can you Hey, or dribble, son, so, dribble, on fang, she pull me. They be a corner to go, corner, 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 over the bank. Ask the brother, Master, what is the purpose? Now it looks like we are talking. Is there something you want to say? Like, define the relationship. Industries, I mean, person is. Define the relationship quickly. Yeah, and as part of the thing, we'll be talking about ladies. How to be found. Oh, I've said it. <laughs> Praise God. Be careful. That person is always calling you after night fire. <laughs> and about 8 a.m. to a new message, we to me and Frel. After night fire. Alpha hour starting. Now. Hey, and that's people too. You are trying to end the conversation over, and they are not the next topic. Next topic, about. <laughs> amen and amen. Are, are, are we are, are we together? No, but these are realities. Is it the thing about uh, such stuff that we shout a lot, but people think that we are playing, and so they don't learn it. And so, as I'm talking right now, somebody is waiting for that after night fire call today. You watch. <laughs> Let me go back to my pulpit. Ah, I that someone could Jafama Ministries. And the Obi Sani said, Oh, it's my soul. I'm deciding. <laughs> Sister, I'll see you on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Like, like, define it quickly. You understand me? Mm, so that you don't assume anything. And that's, uh, it has not been missing messaging now. Please, if no guy has proposed to you, don't assume. If he has not told you that they be, I want to. Or if, if he gives you a car, don't assume. 
If he's not bold enough to say it, brother, sister, don't assume. Before any relationship, proper relationship will start, it starts with a proposal and then an acceptance. If there's no proposal and there's no acceptance, what you are having is not, it's just play. It could be that maybe you are still studying each other. You have not even started a courtship. It is still in the agrona. It is not, is it, is it, the branch, you know, there are different levels. It, it, it is still at the agro, agro level. Do you understand me? Yeah. So, if there's not been a proposal, is it forget about the way you, you, it, every time no, when I look at your skin, it's like the radiance of the sun. For the first time, I saw what this, my chemistry and my physics teachers were teaching me. When I saw the color of your skin, I thought, ah, God. When I see you, I see how God created human beings. Oh, oh, there is a living God. <laughs> Please. I want us to start something. Hopefully we'll end the marriage. Please. Don't assume. No matter how much your heart may be fluttering. Let them open the cage and let the butterfly fly away. Let the butterfly what? Because you enter into a relationship first with your head. You go with your head. That thing they say with the virgin, and um, in some cases, this is correct. You go with your head. Check. Make sure. Assess everything. And when you are assessing, especially when you have found somebody, you have found somebody that you think that, oh, this is somebody that something could be going on. Maybe he has not yet proposed. Okay, but you can see that he's showing the signs. Men, it's, it's very difficult for us to hide the signs. When we see something, like you see... You see, you, the man will do something he has never done before. Amen. But at, until then, still wait for the right, wait for him to talk. If he's not talking, you ask him, is there, what is the, clarify your thing. If they, still he cannot clarify, sister, make up your mind. I heard I see. What did I see? Make up your mind. Because he cannot make up his mind. And you see, that's the problem many sisters have. They are always waiting for the man to make the decision. But you see, until marriage, any relationship can be broken. You, can, you also have a right to step out of the relationship. You also have a right to say no. So, it is not always about them. I've had to, and I know what I'm talking about. Say, he's not saying anything. He's not saying anything. But in what he's not saying, he's doing something that he's saying what he actually wants to say. But you are still waiting for something. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Say, so, oh, oh, maybe he didn't mean it that way. Yeah. So what did he mean? What did he what? Mean. So, you have, you have a right to make up your mind as well. Say, no, I cannot stay with an indecisive man. Look at the future. If one day a decision needs to be made for your children, he's going to do that because people don't change much. Even when they marry, they still carry the same attitude. And in, some, in most cases, when they enter into marriage, it becomes worse. Because now in marriage, now they have security. When you are in a relationship, so they may hide some things. But when you are married, that one they uh, enter the dragon. Praise the Lord. Are, are we learning something over here? So, 
If there's no proposal, don't assume. What did I say? What did I say? Don't assume. Assumption, no. It's a mistake. So financial empowerment, fiscal empowerment. Let's quickly do, do this. Uh, ten mistakes. People, or let, let me start from this one. Um, causes of marital delay. Quickly, ten causes of marital delay. Why is it that sometimes people are not able to marry early, or are not able to marry quickly, uh, end up having delays in their marriage? Number one, I am too young. I am too young. They say, oh, I'm too young. You are 20, 27 years old, 24 years old. Say, so, oh, I have more time. Sister, you may not have that much time. You may not have that much time. Brother, oh, I have more time. I have more time. So they are always saying that they are young. And in the, in the, in the time that they are saying they are young, they are doing things married people are supposed to do. And they are still saying, I'm too young. I'm too young. No, the problem of assuming that they are too young. And you see, to avoid the problem of I'm too young, that's why you start preparing early. Start learning what you need to learn early. So even now, as we are going into the new spiritual year, my target right now is to start teaching things about marriage and relationship to the teenagers. Like teach them the things that they are supposed to learn. So that by the time we'll be able to do 2021, we're here ripe and ready in their mind and everything. Do you understand me? So, if the person wants to marry, it is not now that the person now has to go through. The person is, has grown in knowledge or wisdom early. Are we together? Amen and amen. So, prepare early. Be a man. Leave your parents' house. Have something to do. If you are a man and you are still staying with your parents, please, you are not a man yet. You are a boy. Because you are still depending on somebody. You are still too dependent on So start working it. Start preparing. Okay? If, if, if you are dependent now, it's not a sin. But then you can start working it. You have, to be, you have to be a man. Do you understand me? You have to be a man. There's a portion of scripture that says that uh, the, 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 the Anna is... Uh, I'll look for that scripture. But it's a woman's or wife's uh, duty to sustain honor in the family. And it's a man's this duty to sustain riches in the family. So, you start working at it. Be a man. Be ready to leave your parents. Okay? Not every, every decision. And that's the, the next one. The, another point I'll come to. My mother said, my father said. That's why some people end up not getting married. Because, you see... The, the other day, somebody told me something. He went to visit his family. And the family were uh, 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 angry that, why had he married so early? <laughs> why? So, because now it's, the, it's as though the woman is the one going to be enjoying the, the money from him. Eh? And now he, when, when his family and his siblings and his cousins are there, and uh, Many families, the reason why uh, they are not married is because, and the, the, the family are saying that, no, 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 don't marry, you are too young. And the person is 27 years old. Because they are looking at, hey, so warrior, they are So they are looking at their selfish gain. In some places, it's only in Africa that they talk that way. In some places, 18 years, 19 years, 20, 21, 22, they are married. They are married. In fact, some of in America, in some cases, 17 years, they have left their house. They have gone to rent on their own. I want Americanos over here. Am I, am I missing? Yeah. 
Uh, which, which, which states were you? Were you? <laughs> I don't know if I that much state in America, but... <laughs> hey! No, 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 I think your America was in a dream. Say that, let me look for a proper American. <laughs> amen and amen. Hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah, play 17, 18 years, they have started moving into their own apartment. Some of them even go and sleep on the street for a time. America life is different like from here now. There's a lot of street people in America. Millions. Millions of street people in America. Those of us who have got some small one-room apartment, you are sleeping and saying that you are suffering life. Go to the streets of California. Yeah, they're baby. Now, like they, they, like they, major street when they are pooing there. Amen and amen. Now, if you are looking, just of, let me just advise those who are, uh, they want to bother by at all means. If you are not bothering because of education or you don't have anything particular, you are going to do like a job. And you are just going there hoping for. The greener pastures. <laughs> you will realize that there is a desert between uh, the border of America. Don't just, if you are going, you want to travel outside, you want to immigrate, have a plan. Have a plan. Know what you are going to do. You are not, you are, you, even though you are born in Ghana, God actually brought you into this world to make an impact. And the whole world is part of the picture. So God can use you and bless you anywhere. Are you understanding me? So not because you think that, oh, I'm going to get gain renal pastures. No. Maybe you have, a, you have a, 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 an employable skill. Maybe you're a medical doctor or you're a nurse or you're a teacher. So when you go there, it will be easy to be absorbed into the system. And you'll be, uh, God, their rent is very expensive. Hey. Sometimes what we pay for five years rent is somebody's one month rent. In UK, they can pay as much as 1,000 pounds for a month's rent. So, don't, how much is thousand pounds now? So come on, talk to me. How much is thousand pounds? I'm prophesying your future uh, foreign currency and you are there, you are keeping quiet. So how much is thousand pounds in Ghana cities? Bibri. Uh, amen and amen. How much? About 15,000. About 15,000 Ghana cities. Look for a place to bath in the morning. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Of course, uh, praise God forevermore. Amen. We got 15,000 is somebody's how many years rent in Ghana? About four or five years. Depending on the kind of uh, apartment that you are in. Praise God. So please, if you those of you those who want to travel at all costs, please have a plan. Alright. So I am too young, number two. I don't want anybody to control me. <laughs> One day you'll be looking for somebody to control you. One day you just wish that somebody would be there to make input in your life. So those who keep telling themselves, hey me, I don't want any man, best of them be Please, the Bible has taught us that for marriage, a man will love the wife and the woman will be submissive to the husband. So it's something that you should learn to accept. 
Other than that, you keep postponing and postponing and postponing. And if you are burning, you keep burning and burning and burning. If you are not careful, one day you make a, a mistake. And so the way you wanted to enter marriage, you never enter. So, I don't want anybody to control me. No, no, I'm an independent woman. I don't, I, no, no, no. I don't want any woman to be monitoring myself. I cannot go anywhere. You are immature, that's all. So you are not able to adapt to life. So before, before you realize the person is 32, before you realize the person is 39, before you realize 40 something, you say, oh, me, yeah, I never, no, no, no. It's because of an excuse. I want to get everything before I settle. I want to go to all my school, finish all my PhDs, build my house, you know. And we've had that, those discussions. So, oh, I want, I want, I want uh, at least, I want to have this, this thing before, uh, before I enter into marriage. Sister, before you realize you're 100 years. And you see, there's a stage in life for every woman where you see that there's all a flow of men coming into your life. When that stage ends, it's sometimes very difficult. Oh, no, 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 let, let's be frank. Before you realize, you realize the only married men and only earth will be coming around you. It's called the flower of your age, according to the Bible. So, if you don't take advantage of that season, yeah, you think that, oh, because um, this or that, oh, it, will, it will not be there forever. Because now, it gets to a certain age, anybody who comes to you feels as though you are too old for me. So you realize that, oh, now, only God <laughs> Older people will be the ones who will be. And so you end up having to settle what for something you may not really like. And because now, yeah, that's what is coming your way. So, trust God. It's not that you have to achieve everything. Young man, instead of settling down, that you are busily wasting time. Wasting time. Oh, I want to, I want to, I want to buy my land and stop my building and all of that before. Rather, tenants, you can taste and you still, you still do well in life. There are some people, even where they are staying, they should not stay there. They, or their transport to work is, is equivalent to uh, renting an accommodation in town. So it's actually economically not wise for such a person. It's something that we need to be wise economically. Weigh our options. So it's true. You feel good as a landlord. You feel good as a house owner. But in the greater scale, are you making profit or are you making loss? Amen and amen. So I'm not saying that I don't. In fact, if you know me, you know I'm the greatest advocate for getting a land and building. But then you need to make it a judicial decision. Understand what you are doing. Amen. So I want to get everything before I settle. Number four, I don't know which of them to marry. There are too many. <laughs> there are too many. And sometimes people actually they pride themselves. Oh, there are so many men around me. I don't know which one to settle for. You, you, continue, you continue not knowing. You better make a decision. What you need to do is go and do fasting and prayer. Just God, give me a decisive spirit. Amen. Well, I said amen. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm okay. Let me, let me. Praise God forevermore. Oh, I have not met my type. So you yourself, what type are you? Type C or type? Amen. And I have not met my type. Oh, my type is not in the church. Please, my dear, be careful. 
Is it? If you are not careful, probably it's pride that is doing you. It's probably pride that is doing you. There are times you can marry somebody at the same status. Sometimes you can marry down and you lift up. And sometimes you may even marry somebody up there. Are you understanding me? God's ways are different from man's ways. So, don't be saying that I, I have not found my type. You see, you look through all the church and say, oh, my type is... You know, it's not, it's not that I, I, I have met some ladies, and I thought we did, I didn't have some things like that in our conversation. And I started talking to some of the ladies. Say, hey, oh no, no. I said, oh, what about the guys in the room? Um, Pastor, Papa, no. Papa, no. I said, hey, hey. In fact, I felt insulted. <laughs> so, all these people that have been laying hands and legs and pouring oil upon their head. And you go and see them, they'll go and bring some unanointed dry head. Yeah. Like that person should come and meet their head. Yeah. Then they come and then they start giving them problems. Because the way you have been trained to pray, Rango so talabaya. The person only knows how to yawn. Huh? Uh, <laughs> Amen and amen. Are we together? I have not met my type. One day I'll marry, but not now. Another, see, they're not now people. Please look up, I'm talking to you. (laughs) I'll marry, but not now. I'll marry, but not now. I'll marry, but not now. Please. That's why you are delaying. Said, I can't find any good person around. Ah, woman, you are, you, are, you are a prophetess. That's the next point. Those who are looking for Mr. and Miss Perfect. Everybody you meet, you have a problem with. But you don't realize that you too, you have problems. Looking for Mr. Perfect, Miss Perfect. So, hey, this is my criteria. It doesn't meet four and seven. <laughs> and then, no, 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 no. <laughs> That there and in your in your bedroom you are cancelling God's creation. <laughs> cancelling them just like that. Why you are looking for Mr. Perfect? You are looking for Miss Perfect. Mercy on you. Somebody say mercy. Somebody shout mercy. Now and I, when you marry before you marry. You have not married though, but you are doing everything that married people do. You think that once he has gotten what he's looking for, so there's no drive to marry. You wash, you cook, you clean, you eat. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. He was, yes, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Every weekend, you are washing. You work from Monday to Friday, and then work from Saturday to Sunday. Some, some, I, I, I've even had head of ladies Friday while they are going to their work, they are prepared for their next work. So as soon as they close, you no, know, they are not going to the house. Friday night, 
So, so are, are you getting me? They are getting. I don't get everything. There was a certain man. He said that, oh, he wants money. He's just looking to buy a bed and a mattress so that then after that, he, he, then they'll marry. One year, two years. Before he has realized, five years. And now he has impregnated a girl. He has still not married. He still wants to buy the mattress. He has gave birth to three children. They are still married. He still wants to buy a mattress. <laughs> they have moved in. They are staying together. He has not married. It is. Please. Listen, these are practical issues, and you hear these a lot. Please, let's not be, it's not, is it, the, the spiritual ones are there, but I'm just letting you know that these are some of the signs. And if you are using that, you are going to be delaying yourself much further. You are going to be delaying yourself much further. You see, the reason marriage is not a rush, but you see, it has some honor and stability that it brings into your life. It has some honor, some stability, some... That brings to you. So when the opportunity comes to marry, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. That last group my mother says, my father says. I've already spoken about them. So when you have found somebody, next class, when you have found somebody you are thinking is a potential, what do you do? How do you make the final decision? How do you ensure that, no, this is the person I need to go with? You need to assess the person in three dimensions. And it's important you assess because a broken friendship is better than a broken relationship. And a broken relationship is better than a broken marriage. Please, don't, uh, listen, and, and ladies and gentlemen, hear me. Never ever get the fallacy that once you have entered into a relationship by force, it should end the marriage. No, 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 no. The reason why you are forcing it to end the marriage is because you have done something. And it's as though you are losing your investments. You have touched what shouldn't be touched. And so, it's as though you feel used. You feel used. Are you understanding me? But other than that, why is it that if the person says, I won't go my way, you want to kill yourself? Why should you kill yourself? Because somebody who has no marriage says that he's, he's not interested. You want to kill yourself. What is wrong with you? You want to kill yourself. You want to do something. I'm not even married the person who. Me, if I was, if I was, the, and I, I would tell the person not to marry you. You know why? Because it's evidence of a certain psychological balance. Like, no, no, no. I mean, you cannot handle the hard emotional crisis. As soon as a crisis comes, you may enter into uh, a mental situation. Or enter into a depression that can tip you into suicidal tendencies. And there are a lot of men who are in in prison right now because somebody died in their home and they, they, they don't know what happened to them. And they are saying that it's likely they caused it. Why? Probably because there was a, a scaffold the day before and then she went to commit suicide. Say, ah, you must have poisoned her. A certain man had um, a conflict with a wife. They are married not too long. They, now this, I'm not saying, that all the examples I'm saying, they are not they are not uh, law, but then at least to give you examples of things that can happen. And he went for a meeting, and the a man of God told him that, you know what? He gave him a direction and prayed that. He said, tell God to uh, reveal the person who you have married to you. And he started praying. When he started praying, after 10 days of prayer, he had a very strange and a very weird dream in the dream. 
he had been arrested and sent to prison. Why? Because the woman was dead. So, after he had prayed, he has realized that no, uh, things were not go, supposed to go in, the, in that course. Now, uh, by this, I'm, I'm just giving you because it's a true story. I wouldn't uh, endorse just working on a marriage anyway, but I'm, I'm giving you life examples so that you know what is happening. In life examples, there are good examples, there are bad examples. Are you understanding me? But I'm talking to people, I'm assuming that you are mature enough to be able to make decisions. So, he, had, so he decided that no, he's, the, the marriage cannot continue. Everybody did what they could, and they could not uh, resolve the issue. And he could not also share uh, reason to, with anybody, because he felt nobody would understand him. And eventually the marriage collapsed. Now this lady uh, continued, and then was uh, for some years, everything was going well, everything was going well. Then a few years later, she entered into a situation that caused her to become depressed. And when she became depressed, she went to commit, I think she took some medicine or something, committed suicide in the house. There was a gentleman who was staying with her. And what I'm talking about is a true story, Ghanaian story. The guy is in Instagram right now. And he came to pick the guy up. Saying that he must have killed that man. And he's in prison as, now, as, as we speak. He's about four or five years in prison now. So this was what was going to happen to that man. Why? Because there was a seed that was in the woman. So she needs to work on herself. So if you are a woman over here and because of something you thought of doing something bad to yourself, you need counseling and deliverance. Don't take it for granted. And you need to start recognizing yourself or who God has made you to be. The fact that a man says that he doesn't like you doesn't mean that you are ugly or you are not valuable. No. It just may mean that he does not have the capacity to carry your value. So let him go. Let him go. Are you understanding me? So don't ever let anybody and say he has disappointed me. No. It could be your deliverance. It could be your deliverance. Are we together? Are we together? Oh, I said, are we together? Oh, are you, not, you are not happy with me. Amen and amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. Uh, what today, uh, you know, in some of these meetings, my emphasis is not to make you uh, see a certain picture about marriage so that you rush into it, but no, to give you a very fair picture so you can make a, an informed choice or an informed decision. Praise God forevermore. Oh, I said, praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. So, it's better to have a broken relationship. So, you are assessing in three dimensions. Okay? Three dimensions. Number one, spiritual. Number two, soulish realm. Number three, physical dimension. Most of the time, we start from the physical, and that is the biggest mistake. The first place you should start assessing the relationship is from the spiritual dimension. Check from the spiritual confirmation. When you look into his eyes and then you go to the house, how do you feel inside? What is the voice of God inside you telling you about? What is that thing? You pray, pray about it and you enter into the dream realm. God starts showing you things. Assess the thing from the spiritual. Assess that lady. How are you feeling? Are you feeling some panic? Don't follow curves. And then you end up curving your destiny. Is it? Assess, assess it. The way I'm feeling inside, it, it, no, don't don't ignore it and say, "Oh, I don't have any reason. I don't have any reason. I don't have any reason." 
One day you, the reason will come and it may be too late. It may be too late. So what? Assess it from your spirit. Assess it from your spirit. And prayerfully consider it. Okay, if you need to talk to somebody who is higher than you in the spirit, go and talk to that person. Because sometimes demons can also inspire that. So, assess it spiritually. Assess from the spirit. Discernment is necessary. Seek spiritual interpretations, your dreams and your convictions. Seek guidance from the Holy Ghost. You know the problem? A lot of people don't even pray in this dimension. All they are praying that, oh God, uh, bless him so that we can marry quickly. But ask yourself, is he the person? Are we on the same track of destiny? Is he going in the direction that God has called me to go? Other than that, you may end up having to stop what God has asked you to do to follow him. Number two, from the soulish dimension, the soul consists of our uh, minds, intellects, our emotions, feelings, and then our will, our decision-making factors faculties. Okay, so check. Check his character. Are there common interests? Please be careful about working with somebody where your interests are not common. This is one of the mistakes. Uh, uh, the ten mistakes I'll run you through. I'll run you through because it's in all that I'm sharing with you. Most of them are already there. So, if you don't have common interests, compatibility is almost zero. So, Check, do you have common interests? Are you going in the same direction? You want to do ministry. Does he want to do ministry? Is this somebody who endorses you if you are doing ministry? Will he support? Or will be saying, I know you, you go to church too much. You go to church too much. And then he will even start hating. I've, I've met many people who hate pastors. Many men who hate pastors. Why? Because of the woman. And one man who was saying that, hey, the only person who can cause my wife to kill me is the, is the pastor. He said, oh. And because he, he, he's as though the pastor has more. So, you see. And it is because he's not there with her. Their interests are different. Their interests are different. He wants to enjoy life. She also wants to do the work of God. Please check your common interests. Check. Do you have common interests? And if you don't have common interests, <laughs> sister, please watch that. Be careful. Check for common vision. So find out his vision. Short term, long term, medium term. What is his vision? That's one of the, those are one of the first things to start finding out when the relationship is starting. What is the vision? What is, where are you going? Because the Bible tells us that he said that the woman will be a help meet. So there must be something that the man is doing. So find out whether it's in line with where you want to go. Don't just accept any man for a man's sake. Or because he has come to ask you out and then you feel flattered. No. Find out the vision. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it. Find out where is the direction. In that, that is the solution. Check his financial wisdom. You have somebody who is going to collapse the family finances one day. Does he know how to spend? Does he know how to save? Every day he's buying you this, buying you that, buying you that, buying you that. Ask him how much does he have saved behind? Don't just be there and oh, oh, thank you. And he loves you. Oh, you may have a spendthrift. Very soon you'll be married to a man who will not be staying in the house. Why? They are chasing him. He owes everybody. No, don't laugh. This is a real situation. A real situation. 
she was there. One man came, another in the morning, in the as I thought, hey, all of them huge sums of money. And he had been buying her things. And she was enjoying, not asking where the money is coming from. Up to today, the man can, if you come, you just come and pass one hour, he cannot sleep in the house. He cannot sleep in the house. He's on the run. And I blame the woman too. Her tastes were too high. Those of you ladies who were numer everything you is your beer. Every nice thing you want. You don't realize that there's a time for everything. And if you are not careful, you lead the man to go and steal. Just because he wants to please you. I'm talking about, and it's not even one, and it's somebody who was a Sunday school teacher in the church. It's a Bible interpreter. No, the women are very powerful. And a woman catches a man. Uh-huh. And as a woman, they have this little finger. They can twist the women. Bouncing them like that. Hey, you see them in church too. I heard about one I heard about one lady. Uh, I had one of my sons <laughs> and he had started uh, a fellowship. He said, Papa, and that lady, that day we had the highest attendance. She came for the meeting. It's like, oh, is that what to do? Oh, oh, the way the teachings to teach over here is very nice. Why is that many people are not coming? No, you wait. I'll, people will come. And they said, we can a course. Ah, ah, ah. So that day, they meet in an open house. The car that came to pass. Fifteen guys. All of them came for church. No, no, no. Like this, this true story. Real life. Directly connected to me. So, Charlie, there are some women, you have to be careful of them. You, everybody, every woman's eyes won't look. You be, be careful. Be careful. When you see your nice, innocent church girl, stay with her. She should be true to you. She be, she, she, she's telling you, she's there for you. It's your church girl. You are going for a sleep win. You will be there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, the amen has gone to church. <laughs> so check. Problem solving skills. Can you solve problems? When you are having challenges, how does he approach it? Like, watch out for those things. Okay. When are, there's a misunderstanding between the two of you, how does he approach it? Does he hide from it? Please, not every peaceful person is the right person. There are some, they just put their head in the dust and they don't solve the problem. They are like ostriches. So find out, does he approach a situation head on and then try to get a solution? Or he just gets angry. That's the other extreme. Or the person is a balanced mind who can think clearly. So check problem-solving skills, emotional management, anger management, or tuning, sir. And a person is angry, does he want to? And sometimes you can check. See, people who have anger issues, you see that 
when they are angry, then they'll be tapping. They'll be hitting the table. <laughs> it's only the Holy Ghost that's holding them on. <laughs> amen and amen. Are you afraid of him? Run. What does I say? Run, run, run. There's a fire on the mountain. Because one day, <laughs> you fight. Ivy, Ivy lines running through your body. Hmm? Character issues. Character issues. Does he have character issues? Eh? Check his hygiene. Does he have personal hygiene issues? Amen and amen. Is it very important to know? It is on the wedding night that you realize that there is some crude or so that has been. Amen. So, some of those ones you cannot see. So you have to look out for other things. And then know whether you can live with it. Like assess. I'm not saying that when you see all of these things you necessarily run. But then assess. Check whether they are within your ambits of uh, tolerance. Don't just go, oh, I'm feeling, I I feel so, it is so strong. Something inside so strong. (laughs) Oh! Uh, uh, When I see them, I have to go, boom, boom, cha, boom, cha, boom, boom, cha, boom, cha. And then you forget everything else. Open your eyes. What do I see? Open your eyes. Be very intentional. Be very intentional. So that at least maybe one day, if you don't, don't run because of the character, uh, because of the uh, anger issue, your children may not have their mother with them. Or your children may not have their father with them. And they're angry. Oh, not to Tunyama, TV, caps, everything being... Check if how she or he treats others. Listen, check how they treat others, especially those who are lower than them. It will let you know whether the person has respect issues. Check how they treat their younger siblings. Check how they treat their parents. If you see a woman who cannot respect her father or cannot respect her mother, you think that you are the person who is going to be able to control her. Amen and amen. Let's be careful. Okay, I'm just letting you, these are things that will help you identify red flags. Every day is look, looking and it's not making any progress in life. And before, by the time you get to the physical dimension, you should be married. So you see, uh, when you find compatibility, eh, compatibility brings friendship. Friendship uh, brings attraction. Attraction brings friendship. Friendship brings relationship. Do you understand me? There are people that think you like big breasts, but you all the other things that you are seeing is in that slim girl. Don't worry. Go with that. Before you realize, the attraction will come. You see, they are not shouting now. <laughs> because they are busily looking at Duna Duna. And they are hoping that you, but no. If you are, brother, if you are lucky and she has all of that, it is your luck. Amen and amen. Are you understanding me? It is your luck. 
But listen, don't follow purely physical features. Your future may be in jeopardy. Your future may be in jeopardy. They are looking for six packs. He has been Jimmy, maybe the Jimmy is to come and beat you. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So, look, so you assess the fiscal as well, but that's usually the last area you should be looking at. Okay? Be careful. This must not become first. It can result in a trap. You see, if you get involved physically with somebody during a relationship, it limits your chances. You know why? Now, it limits your options. Now, you feel like you cannot leave the person. Maybe, let's say, you were a virgin, uh, as a lady, and then you sleep with a guy. Now, even when you start noticing the problems with his character, because of, especially somebody, you see, there are some women, and their character is such a way that when they have done that, they don't want anybody to see their nakedness again. So even if it's a fire on the mountain, cry, once I not done the opposite by all means, or I know a certain woman like that. And even this one, cry, the guy raped her. She moved from her house, came to the guy. The guy will be beating her, he was a drunkard, and they all, even he's dead now. And now she's doing his funeral. And he died because of his drunkenness. Oh, no, no, I'm telling you, uh, I, I should have even been at the funeral myself. Because I've been preaching to the guys, and the guy wasn't. He said, Oh, everything's here. He said, Mabba, Mabba, oh, Mabba, Mabba, Mabba. They need my bar, but then she said, Oh, Bev, I've been in town. Me, the preacher, I'm being preached. The beautiful lady, you. Come on. Jesus. Everything is there. If she goes to the market, buyers are there. But because of that thing, say, um, say another person see her nakedness again or have any affair with her again. No? So, and that, that's why you should be careful. If you are that way, and you go and end up sleeping. Sometimes some, some of them, you don't have to even penetrate. To. Even tip cry, they say that. Thank you, Papa. Thank you. You are <laughs> Brush crap, you see? Bad boy. Hmm? Oh, they touch you or oh, hold, they say, no, 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 no. Once you have touched me, once you have seen my nakedness, once you have. You they are doing like they don't know that. Thing. But me, I, I've, I've done my research. I, I know. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Now, for those who don't know, see, you see, we are talking about pen. <laughs> amen and amen. So please, don't think far. I said what? Don't do what? Don't think far. Amen and amen. So yes, and that's it. Some people, like, and, and, and please, let's be real. If you know yourself, you know yourself. That's why you say, hey, if it's touching, say, please don't touch me. I know. If you want to marry me, Let's go through and let's get married. But if you touch me, my car will so. Okay, I know you see, Obejani. Obejani. Amen. I don't know if I can hear you, Janice. And what's going on? Look at that. You see, sinners in the Zion. 
Right, you upon our veggie communion restaurant. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So, be careful you don't enter into the physical. Okay. I told you I was going to tell you about 10 mistakes people make in marriage. You realize I've said all of them. Number one, marrying a person expecting that he or she will change. The heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Many people don't change. Okay. Character developed for over two decades. You think that the person will change overnight. No. The person may even never change till they die. So there's and another meeting. I'll tell you about the principle of acceptance. If you want to enjoy marriage, for those who are married, you have to get to a place of acceptance. Stop the dreaming. Sounds it and ah to death. Some of you can't stand up. Some of you respond, you know, some of you are rational. Amen and amen. So, that's a big mistake. Marrying somebody expecting that the person will change. Don't make that mistake. Today, I'm keeping you a little longer because this is our last session. Okay? Getting married to a person who has a different faith or conviction than yours. How can two, together, uh, how can two work on, except they be agreed? Be not unequally yoked with an unbeliever. Very dangerous. And very soon your salvation will be in jeopardy. So don't say that, oh, because he's carrying he buys in case he remembers my birthday. He's a Muslim. He's an Adventist. He's a Jehovah Witness. Their convictions are different from yours. Oh, me, I know a, a Pentecostal who nearly went to marry a Jehovah Witness lady. Because the lady, you know, in the tastes. Like, everything. She knows him. She knows how to handle him. Like, near, like, the creaming, cream de la cream. Like, but then, their convictions are different. Thank God that I was able to, I, I don't know why that day too I felt like calling him. And I started calling and we started talking and then they think him, I said, brother, we have done the work of God for a long time. You cannot give up the work of God. For, but it's not going in the direction of your calling. Are you understanding me? So, check your convictions. Check your beliefs. Check your doctrines. Doctrines are important. He doesn't believe in communion. He doesn't believe in anointing oil. He doesn't believe in all of those things. And he said that, oh, we will manage. Please, you will be in trouble one day. One day, your communion wine that is supposed to bring your miracles. He said, instead of doing a quantity with him, you'll be doing a quantity on him. <laughs> So, marrying somebody with a different faith or conviction from yours. Number three, marrying a person solely based on physical features. Ah, the breast that is standing one day after two children, you see that the breast is sitting or lying. Are you understanding me? So make sure you love her for real, for her, not for her breast. You see, the ladies are quiet because they don't believe that somebody can love you just because of your breast. God is healing him over here. Amen. Amen. So, purely based on physical features. Favor is deceitful. Beauty is vain. Man of fears of the Lord, she shall be praised. There was a certain man who married a white woman. All he wanted was a white woman. Oh, beautiful white woman. They did a wedding. They went for their 
the wedding night. Well, uh, this one went in front of the mirror, opened the mouth, moved her teeth, <laughs> came back. So I had the teeth were removed, but good teeth. Baby. <laughs> so, purely based on physical features. Uh, I'm not even speaking about the one who moved her hair and then. <laughs> Now, please, gentlemen, be careful. Now, the women have some things. You think that a person has, but it's just a, it's a certain dress. Now, they can enter the dress. When they come out, you think that the thing is 100, 50, 100. And the thing is, <laughs> seven, seven, seven. <laughs> amen and amen. So, now that there are many things. There's somebody, a lady who went to get this butt enhancement uh, injection. One worked and the other didn't work. <laughs> one was bigger, one was. These are true stories. So. Go on YouTube, you go and see. Some of them would do their lips. And then their lips are started entering their nose. Some of them go and do uh, plastic surgery on their nose. And they start having problems. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Praise God forevermore. But see, if you are very spiritual, why will you or your mind all be sheep, 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 sheep? Are you no more concerned about your purpose and assignment in life? Amen. Oh, I said, Amen. I said, Amen. Young lady, if you meet the short guy and he is a very spiritual one, then don't go and say that, oh, he has to be taller than me. When I'm, when, in my wedding day, when we are kissing, I want to do this. I want to go this. <laughs> I want to go this way. <laughs> yeah, if you want to go, go to NASA, they'll put you in an aircraft so that you go to space. You do <laughs> Brother, sometimes you have to look down, sister, and say, oh, baby, he may be the one who will bring you. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I want to go. <laughs> Continue going. Amen. Engaging in sexual activity before marriage. I've already spoken about that. In fact, there are some statistics that say about 95% of sexually active relationships break up. And other 5% usually end up in problems when they get married. Because if you could not hold yourself in for marriage, how do you know whether he's... So you are in a workplace that he was not able to control himself with me. The maid, you know. Where's my phone? <laughs> Amen and amen. So it can lead to problems. Okay, the person may also be doing somebody else. And adultery is possible. Number six, wasting your time on a relationship that will not work. Don't waste the flaw of your age. First Corinthians seven thirty six. Okay, when she's past the flaw of her age, you understand me. You don't waste your time on a relationship that will not work. And how do you know a relationship will not work? Look at this uh, about twelve things. Regular quarrels. Every time you are quarreling. Every time. Every time. Don't say that. Oh. To get to know each other, we are just knowing each other. No, you see, when when you are fashioned for a person, when you meet, usually there's a click. Even though you still need to study each other, there's still so much more I, I cannot even have not been able to talk about. But if you all the time every a discussion there's a crowd, you are never able to agree on a single a single thing. Please run. It's not that you hate the person, but you are going to have problems. Listen to wisdom. So why are you to be telling me wisdom? I'm a pastor. 
and other things you don't know. Regular quarrels. Serious disapprovals from the families. If the families are having serious issues, of course, at times happens, you can overcome. But when there's serious disapproval or serious disagreement, please don't go in. You may be in trouble when there's a problem between the two of you. You don't have anywhere to go to. So, be careful. Breakups and reunions. Me, I'm leaving you. Oh, honey, let's come back together. I'm leaving you. We have to stop. And then you are going in and out of the relationship. No, it's a, a bad sign. Never discussing the matter of marriage. Every time he's around, he's always there. Uh, he never talks about when he's going to get married. Sister, please, be careful. If in the relationship, six months, nine months, one year, he's not talking about marriage. He's not talking about it. No, no, no. It may end in tears. Hallelujah. So better know that your fears are God leading you. Okay. No evidence of immediate financial independence. It's not showing any sign that financially is really going to be able to stand. Please. And another man or a woman in the picture. Dating you, dating another person. Oh, we've spoken about it, so she will stop. <laughs> number seven. <laughs> Is it number eight? You continue. Hmm? Another person in the picture. Hey, be careful. Be careful. Inability to compromise. Every time I have her way. Careful. Married to another person. Your person you are dating is seriously married. And you are still saying that, oh, maybe you leave her and come and marry me. Are you, are you a witch or... And it's only nice when he's coming to have sex. He's using you. He's using you. Amen. He doesn't want to introduce you to his family or friends. No, 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 no. You're wasting your time in a relationship that will not work. Fiscal abuse. You see, when you are in a relationship, after a certain reasonable amount of time, the person should want to introduce you to their family and friends. If after a certain reasonable amount of time, because the reason I say reasonable is because sometimes some of us are too quick to start showcasing our relationship. So at the end of the day, when the relationship doesn't work, I have to leave the church. <laughs> because everybody knows we are working together. No, there are times, there is a time you need to build in secrecy. The person needs to meet your pastor and maybe some mentors that you are, so that you can be assessed from that angle. If you are in a, hey, it's Martha, Mary, Monica, Magdalene, everybody you are telling the person. You get me? So, if it doesn't work, you realize that it's difficult for you to be comfortable. So, after a reasonable amount of time. So, that's why you need to start preparing and studying fast. Amen. Let me quickly end this. And then, number seven, starting the relationship when you are not ready to settle down. You are not ready to settle down in a year or two. And then you, are, you want to start a relationship five years, seven years. No, 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 no. Most of those relationships, they don't work. And before you realize, you have wasted so much precious time. Now, you, just, you need a prophecy next year by this time. Because you've been in a relationship for five years, seven years. It's, it's, it's not working. So, please, let's be wise. Praise God. When a person is not ready to settle, the person comes asks you, down, uh, when do you want to marry? When, uh, when are you looking at us marrying? Ask. Ask. Don't be shy. Is it the worst thing you can be in a relationship is to be shy and not vocalize? Talk. Ask questions. 
If the person sees you as mature enough to come and ask you out, he should know that you are mature enough to also think and uh, process and ask questions and receive wise answers. Don't let anybody intimidate you. Say, you, why do you keep asking me questions? Why do you keep asking me questions? You're asking me too many questions. The person doesn't have answers. If anybody who has answers will answer you straight. But because he doesn't have answers, he has to put a certain show. Are, are we together? Or the things, these are too simple. You guys know everything already. Amen. <laughs> Thinking that marriage is the only solution to personal problems and unhappiness. Listen, loneliness is not solved by marriage. If you are lonely, even in marriage you can be lonely. For sexual problems, you think that you are just marrying just because of libido. Marriage does not necessarily correct libido. Amen. Number nine, moving in to stay when you are not married. Cohabitation. You will be there till, till, till. And choosing someone based on social status or riches. So if there is a problem, the person loses a job, they are in trouble. Because what was the anchor of the relationship is gone. It's gone. Amen and amen. I pray that God, I don't know whether what I've shared with you has helped anybody. But these are some things that the Lord put on my heart uh, to help give us guidance. So that in your relationship, in your search, in your relationship, the selection process, you know exactly what you are looking for. Make the right choices so that your future will be guaranteed the area of marriage. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. The Lord open the windows of heaven and grant you good marriages. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.ebenezeropolipa.com or call 0546 36 39 Five seven. God bless you.